0: Uh-huh Yeah, marvelous Okay Yeah uh I'm on my Frank
1: Lucas shit Three P suits Valentino cufflinks L V shoes I bring the shorty closer, just enough to fill the gun on the holster Out on the balcony, feeling on the breeze. City skylines with puffin' on some trees. Cup of honey on the rocks with the soda. Made back front of the building with the chauffeur. And he waiting on me, got a runner in his hands and my name in the seats. No gift, baby, no thanks. No tin baby, so what happened to Frank? No phone calls, transactions hand in hand. Give the drugs to Rick, the money to Benny Banks. Talk the crazer, he talks to me. Keep my business out the streets. It's the ART
0: so we are live on youtube crazy i got a new toy <laughs> this is episode number 86 oh i like that crazy background all right Welcome Crazy Boogie back to the show.
1: Yo, thank you.
0: It's good to see you. I'm loving the background with Trump and the two dollar bills. So that's beautiful. I just
1: think this is a great uh piece of <laughs> uh presidential memorabilia, you know.
0: <laughs> the fact that Trump is laughing over your yeah. over your you laughter. The left thing left.
1: that I find interesting about it, bro, is that he didn't he didn't take out who's that? What's president is that?
0: I have no clue. Justin, can we look that up Wow, oh, trying to figure that is, out? What is it? Which president is, it? is on the $2 bill?
2: Oh, they all are. Obama's Obama's the last one. No, guy.
0: no, no, no. But who's on the actual, the actual president?
2: Role. Oh, okay.
0: Crazy and look it up. While crazy is looking it up, today's episode is... Thomas Jefferson.
1: Oh, okay.
0: It is Thomas Jefferson?
1: Yeah.
0: It says Jefferson right under his head. So, Yeah.
1: I mean,
0: I didn't read that. So, today's episode, episode 86, is all about small businesses and supporting small businesses and supporting your own community. Uh, If you've been a fan of our podcast, you've noticed that we have a very close tie to The Monkey Room.
1: Yeah, man.
0: we recorded about, I'm going to say over 30 episodes there. I'm just going to estimate 30 episodes. Um. This pandemic has hit a lot of businesses pretty hard. Uh, The monkey room is home to us. We call it home base. So me and Chris wanted to tell the story of why we're so connected to this bar. A and B have someone from the bar uh, also give a little history on it. So you can't see her, but you will be able to hear her. Kristen from the monkey room is here. Welcome to the sh- the show, Kristen. Are you there? Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can
3: hear you. Hi, guys. Okay. Thank some you for having me. Difficulties. We'll some
0: have... technical difficulties. Yeah. We'll
3: find a, pla- a fly
1: picture of her in the monkey room. To play, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll send one to Justin so he could put it in our production uh, corner. So, welcome to the show, Kristen. First of all, how's the family? You know, how's Theo J, like we like to call him. Yeah,
1: we always shout out Jacob. We always shout out um, your mom.
0: Okay, well.
1: We, we got a lot of love for your fam. So we just kind Jeremy. of. Jeremy. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, we haven't really had, uh, you know, contact like that throughout the pandemic. But we you, you guys have always been in our thoughts. We always look at y'all like family. Especially Jacob, um, to us, over the years, bro, of our lives, he's played, like, really like an uncle, you know, wrote to us um, in a lot of yeah. The- and he's been very forgiving, you know, some of the <laughs> behavior. Um, <laughs> um, but, you know, but we really appreciate your, your family as a whole and what Monkey room, you know, has represented to, to us. Uh, you know, it's been a big part of our lives, to be honest. You know, so we appreciate you. We wanted to check. How's everybody doing, man?
3: Um, Everyone's good health-wise, but, you know, as you already know, with the... Cl- all the businesses closing monkey room, unfortunately had to close. So it's been a little hard lately. It's been a little bit hard for all of us.
1: Imagine. Yeah, man. To our, our, I don't know if we should give like condolences over it. I feel like it's, it's a loss for us. The idea that the, it wouldn't come back, you know, is, is kind of like a loss, um, you know, for us, just, just as like a landmark for us, Um, in the community, to be honest. And so, you know, sad. I hope that this is not, you know, the end of the energy that is the monkey room and the family. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and, you know, I think that we're living in a time where things can live on um, in different ways and can transform. So I'm hoping that that's, you know, something that that can come of this. We're, We're sorry to hear that this iteration of it, the one that we know is kind of coming to a close. We hope that that might change, you know, maybe... Jacob might change his mind if, if things, you know, change.
0: <laughs> well, uh, why don't we rewind it first? Yeah. Uh, how How long has the bar... Well, it was a bar. It's Now it's a bar restaurant. Been in, in your family, Kristen?
3: Um, Monkey Room has been around for, like, 15 years. 15 to 16 years. Wow. Um, yeah, it's been... From what I understand, um, he took over the bar fully though. Um, August of two thousand and four.
1: Okay, okay. So that's um.
3: That's, that's sixteen years ago. Yep, that's sixteen years ago.
0: That's uh, I think is that around the same time where we first because we yeah. were doing a, a Washington the Heights history hash. And we went into the bar to ask your dad if we could um, plan a clue there. So, it was going to be four or five groups going around Washington Heights collecting clues. Um, to, speak, to learn about the history of Washington Heights. Yeah.
1: So, that was,
0: in, that was in 2007. Okay. So, that was the first time I ever had gone into the bar.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and when I went in, there used to be like this really long red couch along the side. Mm-hmm. And your dad said, yeah, we could uh, We people come in and um, the clue was what is the, nat- the highest natural point of Manhattan, which is the park down the block from where the bar is. The cloisters? Uh, no, not the cloisters. It's, it's before the monkey. Room. It's on one. You guys, 187. One, 186. I don't know oh,
3: the little kids park.
0: Yeah, that park. Yeah. So there's actually a plaque on the floor that says it. This is the natural the natural highest point of Mahan Island. So that was a clue. And then we just went there afterwards and the vibe is what, you know, kept us going back. So I see it in three stages. That was the first stage where we were just uh, learning what alcohol is.
1: Yeah, because we were all...
0: (laughs) We would all drink... uh, uh, I know my thing was Amaretto Sour.
1: I feel like we' were all just like twenty one
0: yeah twenty one twenty two and i I didn't really drink alcohol. I just I liked the sweet drinks at first yeah. <laughs> um, but through like, that relationship,
1: the next big memory that I have is that like we I don't think we really started going to monkey Man until um
0: a little a little um, bit oh Rama, yeah, so I was
1: like when Obama got inaugurated. It was like, a, a, I think Lou wanted to throw like a
0: celebration a- for it because people would be at work when he would be getting inaugurated. So we recorded it, and Jay said we were able to use, because there's three screens behind the bar. He said we could play the inauguration in its entirety on all three screens, and a lot of people came out to watch the inauguration at the bar. Something that already had happened, but they still came out to the bar. Um, just to celebrate Obama winning and to watch the inauguration.
1: And and Jacob, uh, I Jacob let us do drink specials.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I think it was a, a red, white, and blue drink that was like five bucks or something. I don't remember I mean, what. Like
1: one of those like slushy
3: type things. Yeah, I mean, I was feel that like for that, July Fourth.
0: No, it was uh, January twentieth. I forgot what year.
3: Oh, you're talking about for the inauguration for the actual day. Yeah, like the actual
0: actual inauguration day. Yeah. So that was the second phase, and then the third phase I feel was like when we were well. There's four phases. There was one where we actually were going there consistently, and that was our spot. And then the other phase, the last phase, was when we were recording the show.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: But your your family has always treated us like family.
1: For real.
0: Um, has always uh open the, the bar like if it was a home to us.
1: No, like a homeless shelter sometimes because there was times that we was, we didn't even have money to drink and Jacob, Jacob held us down. You know what I'm saying? Like there were times in yeah. our early 20s where like, yo, we had to scrape together to get a bucket and Jacob was just like.
0: Yo, don't worry about it.
1: Just, just forget it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so I feel like that's another thing that we have We, we – we, we always felt safe there. I don't think we ever felt in danger, you know, that
3: much. I, I think that was always his idea to make it feel like home. Yeah. The, bottom,
1: the, bottom the Monkey Room was always safety. Like nobody I never had a feeling. I always anytime my friends came from out of town, um, that's why there's like a, a big California population that loves monkey room, because I had a lot of friends from the West Coast that they would come and visit. And stay with me throughout um throughout a certain period of my life, and every fucking person that came to visit from California from LA, like one of the spots, one of the main spots I would take them to was Monkey because I felt like the vibe there really was like a good, chill uptown vibe, you know, like it was always represented that, you know, for me and for I feel like for all of us, for like all of all of the people that we kind of grew up with.
0: I mean, it's been in Timeout New York, it's been in a couple of. Of of uh, publications, um, but what are some of your favorite memories of the bar yeah, or
1: times time. that you have spent there? And I got some questions about the bar, Kristen.
3: Maybe <laughs> wait. Can you say that one more time? What was the question you asked me? I couldn't. I couldn't hear what you. What are some of your <clears>
0: throat> throat> okay? What are some of your favorite memories of the bar?
3: Well, one of my biggest favorite memories um, of the bar is I don't know if you guys well you remember when the bar didn't have a kitchen
1: yeah yes
3: uh, so the backyard uh, was just cement and it was just chill yeah. yeah it was chill people would go back there and smoke cigarettes and well we used to throw a lot of barbecues back there yeah and people from the community would come and throw barbecues back there and we everyone would be eating and it was a lot of fun um that i really miss that part of you know that era of the bar um i'd say the most cuz um i don't know it just it always felt like home because you're like you know barbecuing in your backyard yeah, yeah. It, felt more, it felt more like a
1: com- like community i felt like yeah i, I was going to say we protested the kitchen
0: first of all we'll get to the kitchen right now but the, the <laughs> dj the dj booth was where the kitchen used to be and there's a table right in front of the DJ booth. That was our certified reserved table.
1: Table,
0: yeah. We would walk in there, someone was sitting there. I'd
1: look, Lou the
0: bouncer would be like, yo, can you guys move here and give us that table.
1: We sacrificed our table for that kitchen. <laughs> <Our reserve>. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that
0: table needs to be renamed. The, right. well, the, the Rick H table.
1: Um, I feel like, you know, I I I got a couple questions. Okay. Um, who would you say makes the best hookahs?
0: Uh-oh. There we
3: go. Um, oh, that's hard. I got my favorite. But, you know,
0: I mean,
3: I don't know. I don't know. Still um, Enrique,
0: so, uh, what would you say it, it, it would be Sixto or Enrique.
3: Yeah, no, I know. that. That's why I say it's no, hard. we had a couple
1: other people come through
0: there, too. No, 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 no. But those are the...
3: Those are the main ones.
0: Those are two heavy hitters right there.
1: Well, I think Sixto makes the best
3: hookups. Sixto makes really good hookups, too. Yeah.
1: It depends on what time of day you catch them, though.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, I feel Everyone's entitled to an off day. It's okay. A, yeah, like,
1: a.m. <laughs> you know he starts to be a little tired. Um, the second question I have is, who who is the is the merengue shot native to Monkey Room, or where or was that adopted from somewhere else?
3: No, it was originated in um in Monkey Room. We came so up no, with it. So, original Monkey Room drink. Yeah, um, we actually used to have a bartender named Hector a few years ago, um, and Hector created the monkey, um, the merengue shop. Yo,
1: shout out to Hector, wherever the fuck he is in the universe. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Hector.
0: You mentioned bartender. So over That's the most illustrious most- career, over the 16 years, and I think I've been going there for 13 to 14 years, who has been your favorite bartender to be behind the bar?
1: I mean that's... I
3: don't know we've had a lot of different bartenders. Um we had Aide, Loli, um who else? Lucy, Lola. Yeah. We had a lot. Annie, and I think her name was
1: um I feel so... like Loli was, you know, in terms of um Aidea was the best bartender
0: always. Like so? Yeah, because she would, she would see you and she would say hi. And she knew what you wanted. I feel wanted.
1: like Loli was like that too. I feel like Loli was very...
0: Yeah, but you catch Loli on the wrong day, you might have to wait for your drinks. Like, I don't know. She sometimes was happy, sometimes she wasn't. I mean, that's just my personal opinion. She's she's up there, but I think like they would see us and she'd be like, oh, una cubeta de presidente. Ashley.
1: Ashley.
0: Immediately. I
1: think
0: you're right. Oh. <laughs> Enrique's uh, good too, so, uh, and Patty. Patty hooks it up oh, every time record. I,
1: I was going to say, say Patty is, in terms of, we haven't known Patty for a long time um, because we only really known her since while we've been doing the show. But um, I feel like she she's a really dope uh, bartender. She's really, I feel like when we're there, she definitely you know makes us feel like home too. Like she's not. Um, even though she doesn't really know it's like that, you know? So I feel like she's, definitely- she's really nice, yeah.
3: She makes you feel comfortable. That's awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Dope, dope Squad. Overall, bro, I feel like we got to shout out uh Big Lou, you know, like uh uh our favorite bouncer there. Yeah. You know? I yeah, like-
3: Lou's been around for...
1: Lou's been around, uh, bro. Lou, for I feel time. like Lou saws grow up, too. You know, like I feel yeah. like that i seen us 10 years of us going to fucking monkey room. Um uh, he's been he's seen him. You know, I seen him get like married and have a kid throughout the time that he
0: <laughs> you
1: know. And that
0: if it was wasn't like, for the monkey room, we wouldn't have met Herm.
1: Yo, Herm, man. Or Bobby. One of our big homies, man.
0: Rest in peace, Lester.
1: Yeah, man. Oh.
0: Uh, there's like uh, that. That's why I mean, like, it's Yo, a, a boat captain. The dude that was a
1: boat captain. In-
0: I never found that man's name, but he's always there. I know his name because Jacob called him the captain. The captain is an older man. He would always come with a boat captain hat on.
3: I know who you're talking about, but I don't know his name. Yeah, so like he's just a miss- you you, you start there. You start meeting people and not remembering their names, and you remember them by face. Straight
0: hmm So what are some a uh, craze mentioned the shop? What are some drinks and foods or food that you can find at the monkey room that the monkey room is known
3: for? Um we are I can say one. while being there, a lot of people order the burgers and the wings. Okay. Um, the wings are really big. Um, in monkey, and also the sliders. Well, that's kind of like the burgers. Um, were really big in monkey, and then I don't know. We had like a really big array of different kinds of foods, Cause we also had the tacos, and the salmon tacos were really good. I don't know if you ever got to try the tacos. Oh,
0: I I, I used to order the uh, mozzarella sticks and the quesadillas. Never had a burger, unfortunately. I think I had a wing.
1: A the burger times. was really was pretty good, and the uh, the nachos.
3: Oh, the nachos are good. I I that's my favorite. I
1: had some like chorizo nachos. Yeah. Um, top notch.
3: And the monkey loaded fries too. They were like, yeah. um. French fries with chorizo, um, jalapenos, and the cheese and everything else on top. It was like nachos, but with fries. They were really good.
0: So, what kind of relationship does the monkey have with uh, the community that it serves? I mean, currently it's called Hudson Heights, but that's Washington Heights. Um, Doesn't matter what real estate people change the name to. Uh, How has that relationship been like?
3: Um, well, with the community, I feel like we're really involved with the community, because after redoing the back room, we gave a space to the community to, you know, have events and have parties. And, you know, we've hosted for communions and uh, baptisms and birthday parties and uh, like, all, all different types of events. So it was, um, I feel like we kind of try to bring, we welcome in the community as much as possible. And then even when it was like time for sports and we would play the games and people would come in and things like that. So I think we were really involved with the community um, as much as we could be. So, yeah.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I feel like for us, we just mentioned like those events that we did. Um, I think that important part that we forgot that we didn't even mention is that uh, you guys open that up to us for free. Yeah, events <laughs> at Monkey Room, and we we've been blessed with the fact that you guys see us as part of the community. Yeah. That even people that come from uh, all walks of life from our community that've been on our show, you know, always talk about yo this this spot is so dope. Uh, you know, we didn't know that it was here. It just feels like such a community vibe, and like yeah. even in the in the kind of like the the vibe that w- you would see depending on the time you went to Monkey Room. Because, like, honestly, if you went to Monkey Room at, like, 4 or 5 in the afternoon, you you might see some dudes that are, like, uh, teaching in the school down the street.
0: Yeah, like you know, an after-work happy hour type of
1: vibe. kind of vibe. And then at night, it was just, you know, a bunch of... When Joelito or Rookie showed up, it was a completely different atmosphere. Completely different It was more about dancing. It was more about the hookah.
3: You know, it was very night and day. Like the yeah. day crowd was completely different from the night crowd. Um, the day crowd was a lot of our locals, um, our teachers. Yep. Um, and that
1: you could see how how much of, of a community uh, place it really was. Like honestly, for me, it felt like it really was a a dope community gathering place because of that. Because you have people that are coming off work, you know, work in schools, working. Uh, in some of the offices in the, in the area and then are, are coming to get a drink at Monkey Room. But then the same people that are from the community, the parents of the kids, you know, they're going to some of the schools, the, you know, people from like, let's say the other side of Broadway, you know, that are kind of, that come up, you know, towards, uh, for Washington at nighttime. I feel like you would see a mix of that, but it was never anything that felt like anybody would felt like, oh shit, here. Here's these these people coming, you know. It was always felt like everyone knew that this was like a community space, and like uh, it was chill. That like the vibe of Monkey Room was like a neutral, chill zone, you know. And and there was always good times. And I feel like we met a lot of people there. Uh, you you mentioned a couple of people that are really Bobby. Uh, influential people to us. Deaf. We met. Um, you know, even rookie, you know, somebody we knew from before, but we we winds up DJing there, and it's like, oh shit, you know, like. We would always bump into okay. from, our, from our childhood or from, our, you know, like, our community life, you know. DJ Opie. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah.
0: And what was
3: best is not, we didn't only um, cater to the adults. We also had a lot of kids things going on, like, during the daytime. So we would open it a lot for, like, like, Local like small vendors would come in. We also used to have like his name was like Dan and Banana come in every I think it was Thursday, and cater to the kids, have them play music, and we also had like painting on um, classes for the kids. So oh. we, we tried to involve everyone, even in a family aspect, as much as we could. Mm-hmm. So that's
1: amazing. I see. I didn't even know because I, used- I I you see I didn't even know that either. I would always go when the sun went down.
3: To yeah, to party I'm
1: nocturnal. I'm like, I'm a gotta go live.
0: <laughs> we mentioned bartenders now, DJs. There's been a ton of great DJs, yeah.
1: Kristen. You know, say,
0: look, i wait. I'm gonna put her on the spot first.
1: Don't put her on the spot, bro. Because I already know,
0: Kristen, give me some DJs that you really enjoy. If you saw them there, you knew it was gonna be a good time.
3: Um, I would have to go with my, my, like my three mains. Um, I, I love, I worked very close with Salty. Um, so I love when Salty played, I was close with Rookie and, um, Joelito. So I, those were my three mains. We also had some other ones, um, both, but like both a couple years ago, but I wasn't as close with them as I was with these guys. So I those are my three. I feel that I feel
0: and your that. favorite night.
3: <clears throat> I'm sorry. My favorite night would be Saturdays because I would fill in sometimes on Saturdays. So my favorite days were Saturdays. They were fun. You met a lot of different people, because people from downtown, out of town, everybody would come on a Saturday. That's
1: true. We we definitely was there on Saturdays. Yes. <laughs> every Saturday from like 2012 to like 2014. It's the summer
0: of 2013 we had a strict routine schedule of Mondays free hookah in the monkey room accompanied by a couple of buckets of beer uh, I think we worked Tuesday we would work Tuesday, Wednesday. then on Thursday we'll pick it back up again um Friday, Friday we would go any other
1: day? Made up, it, made it up on Friday because every everybody. We
0: sometimes day. go on Sundays. Yes. Um, but that whole summer religiously, It yes.
1: was a summer that literally, er, at least every single Friday, all of our forces would combine at Monkey Room. Yes. Every Friday, or we
0: would be somewhere else, yeah. and then
1: throughout the whole week, and like on uh, Friday at eleven p.m. Everybody... Yes. They needed to be at monkey
0: that exact time too.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> monkey. I found was also like the nightcap. So people will go to some places and they like they had to end it there in monkey. They're like we had yes. to come by.
1: That was awesome because uh, Saturdays was the tricky night because Saturdays it was like we we would be in apartment seventy eight. Uh, yeah. but early we would go to apartment seventy eight like nine. Yeah. Nine ten.
0: And, and then, then, then walk up I, the stairs.
1: I came around, something like that. Then it was like, all right. It's, time, time, to
0: go, it's time to go home to a monkey upstairs.
1: Time to, time to go to monkey and finish it off and be dancing in monkey room. I
0: mean, think, look at it like this, right? So if you went to an apartment, you paid 70 something dollars for a sangria pitcher, right?
1: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Economics.
0: With, with $75 in the monkey room... Yo, your night was like
1: that was a, that was a full night.
0: Yeah, with seventy five dollars, you could get a bucket of beer and a hookah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and a refill,
0: yeah. and a refill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like,
1: Yo. You know, so, so it
0: made sense.
1: Yeah, man. Um, but I mean, I feel like we could we could go on honestly. We could talk for fucking hours about the, the stories. Yeah, yeah. But there's stories about some of our friends getting kicked out of the monkey room.
0: Oh, that's one thing, though, I'll say. I I never was in the monkey room when anything happened. Like, I'd never been there, and i have never seen a fight go or anything like that. So, like, I would see, you know, like, a school teacher and then, like, somebody who's, like, from some other area, and they'd be sitting next to each other having a conversation. You'll see, like, a white guy sitting there, and you'll see, like, a Latino, an Asian dude, and everybody was just sitting having a good time listening to music, even if it wasn't music yeah. that they were used to. Yeah. And they were still vibing.
1: And some trend setting shit, at least for me. Monkey Room was one of the first places I heard Latin trap. Oh, Jolito
0: with the videos. He was one of the first DJs one of I saw that.
1: that I went to that was DJing with the videos up on the screen. You know, I feel like most bars or, like, you know, lounges, let's say. Yeah, I think
3: it was the first bar uptown to actually have the videos. Yeah. Because I I I would go out, and I'm like, wait, they don't have videos. (coughs) Monkey had videos.
1: (laughs) I feel like that was one of the first places i seen that, um, that that was part of the set. Because it wasn't that they were just playing random videos. Like, Joelito and Salty, they had whole sets.
0: Yeah.
1: Synchronized to the videos. Yeah. And I, I feel like that—that that was pretty. That's pretty
0: Like O.T. would warm it up, and then Joelito would. That's just-
1: why. That's why I had the objection to the to the kitchen. You know, you know, I, I don't know the finances or the economics behind that shit. I'm sure that it made a lot more sense to open the kitchen than to.
0: Keep My it. issue with the kitchen was the tables changed and they got a little bigger.
1: And then you and know, space, and I feel like the, DJ booth, the DJ booth now is in that corner. I feel like. You know, I, I think that shifted.
0: In Jacob's corner.
1: Yeah, I feel like that That's shifted,
0: where he normally stands.
1: I feel like that shifted some energy <laughs> in the room. But I, ooh, I, I, was, I
3: missed the DJ booth up high. I liked it when it was up high.
1: Yeah, I feel like there's a different energy that comes from the DJ being at the end and kind of like being.
0: <laughs> oh, we DJed sometimes on Sundays yeah. off the iPhone or whatever device we had on.
3: On the iPad. Pandora. The iPad, too.
0: Pandora, whatever. Yeah, I remember uh, going up there and I was like, this must be a dope spot to DJ because you're over everybody and you can see, like, all the song's not really going over. Let me switch up. Oh, I feel like it's... It was, uh...
1: (laughs) And then...
0: I'm (laughs) going to talk on recording a podcast there. So normally, um... Well, first of all, your dad's favorite phrase is, well, whatever you want, Rick. When he's talking to me or Craze or Luke, well, whatever you guys want, whatever you guys want, right? Um, he never said no to me. Honestly. Never. I I, I, they, I would ask him for, like, so I want to shut the whole back down. Can I do that? And, you know, you, you would expect some. Ah, I don't know. He never said no. Whatever you want to do, Rick. Whatever.
1: Yeah, bro. Honestly. A lot of love.
0: Yeah. And- <laughs> He would allow us to shut the back down for three hours because recording is people see the one hour that we're on, but it takes an hour to set up an hour to break down. Plus, we had a live audience. um, So we would have people watch. It was sort of like a mini version of what the monkey room is because people would be in the back, especially when we had Jonathan. on. Yeah. Jonathan and Rodell Ortiz you got a glimpse of what the Monkey Room vibe is like. Because it was really packed back there and people were just drinking, enjoying the show um, and enjoying the food. So it was it was a lot of fun recording there. And since COVID, I haven't done a single live episode yet. Like in person. So we'll see what happens with that. But I uh, kind of miss that that vibe. Honestly but yeah, what yeah. has the bar been like since COVID hit
3: the bar since COVID um I feel like many business like how many businesses have been feeling like it's hurting well it was hurting or it is hurting um it's business has gone down tremendously because um, as you guys know, the bus stop is right in front of the bar. So we're unable mm. to have a full-blown seated area in front and outdoors. I think
0: about that. Okay.
3: Um, and then we were able in the summertime to have the back room as our outdoor space because um, the roof is fully retractable, so it was completely open.
1: Mm. But now
3: that it's cold, we can't use the back anymore. Mm. Um, so it's it's now and now that there's no indoor seating we only were um depending on deliveries and it wasn't worth it anymore it was a little bit hard so um they closed down on monday
0: wow that's that's uh that's tough um
1: yeah we can't even and there's
0: there's nothing actually i didn't even i didn't remember about the bus stop um because I've seen uh, refried beans that they have set up outside so it would be pretty tough for you guys to set anything up outside
3: yeah yeah we only got to fit I think it was about I want to say one two three four like four five um, tables that only fit like two people on it so that's, that's all we were able to have with the outdoor seating Yeah. wow
1: Oh man, man, well, we're we're really we're really hoping, like I said, that this doesn't necessarily mean the end um, of of the monkey room. You know, we we hope that things do improve. You know, let Jacob know that we we, we definitely have you guys in our thoughts. Thank you so much for just taking out the time just to even um, come and talk to us and just hear us talk shit about like our favorite <laughs> memories, but. Honestly, like we, we really want to figure out a way that we can support. Um, I hope you guys are staying in communication with us about what's 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 going to be going on, because whatever you know, whatever we could do to keep that the idea of the Mercury Room um, alive, whether that's through the, the restaurant slash bar, because that may not may or may not exist, you know, moving forward, or if it's another iteration of it in some other way, we definitely want to support. Um, and we will always support anything that your, your fam does. Um, so yeah, so thank you so much for, for joining us.
0: Yeah, I must second that. Uh, thank you to Theo Jacob and the entire family and also the staff, the incredible staff that works there. Um, we mentioned a lot of people that have worked there and work there. Uh, and also the people that go there and that made it uh, a community type of vibe. Um, there was always certain sections in the bar that you knew, you know, like Jeff and uh, I forgot her name. I think it's Annabelle or something like that, uh, or, or Evelyn. So Jeff and Evelyn were always sitting at the top of the bar. We were always by the DJ booth. Um, it just you were always by the door. Yeah, right? by knew, the door. Mm-hmm. You knew where who was going to be there, and you knew you were going to be. It was going to be fun. It's it's, each other. But
1: it's like it was our version of Cheers.
0: Of oh, Cheers. That's what I was going to say earlier, but I didn't want to say it. Um, I was actually going to name this episode where everybody knows your name. <laughs> 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 but uh, just a lot of thank you uh, to your family and to the bar. Um, and I just want you to let our listeners know how important it is to support a bar or a restaurant in the community. From being from that side of the spectrum,
3: um, yeah. For for it, whether it's Monkey Room or any bar around in the you know in the in the city, it's really important to just you know order order from there. And whether it's Uber, um, DoorDash, anything, just pick up something because the businesses right now are really struggling and they're hurting. And a lot of them are going to be closing if we don't get the support of you know, the community. So, um, you know, sometimes don't cook at home as much as people want to say cook at home. Don't cook at home. Try to help at (laughs) least eat out once a week or twice a week and um, order from your favorite restaurant and um, support the community and try to keep as many um, small businesses open and around as long as possible.
1: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. So I want to thank you for coming on to the show. You survived being on a podcast. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, hopefully, in the future, it'll be a different circumstance. We we'll probably will be back in the monkey room. We'll be filming in the back, and we could probably have you guys back on. Uh, but thank you for coming on. Thank you to your entire family. And so, what's up to Jeremy, my young and Jeremy? Much love to Jeremy.
1: <laughs> the world's
0: greatest. I let
3: him know.
1: <laughs> that's the best bartender my, I changed my answer, that's the best bartender
0: Jeremy I oh, do no, man I'd rather have Jeremy just chilling I like Kristen actually He's pretty good
3: Yeah, Don't <laughs> switch it up now <laughs> But thank you guys For always supporting us, um, we are really appreciate it And hopefully, you know, things change And we can open back up
1: Absolutely, thanks again so much man
0: Thanks again so much
3: Bye to- guys, have a good night
0: you too, crazy. Oh, there you go. Okay, so uh, I just wanted to trade stories with Crazy uh, before we finish this episode up. Uh, I didn't want to drag Kristen for another hour. Uh Just to show people how important it is the the what, what the relationship was with the bar. I mean, behind me, look, you'll see. When when it changes, so if you look at our website, you'll see a lot of the photos that we took um and a lot of people and guests that we brought on through the bar uh, it's been home away from home
1: like, like even what Kristen was saying, which is, yo, um it, it may not be monkey room for you. It, it may be some it may be a bodega, it may be mm-hmm. you know, a, a, a restaurant, the, the, the mom and pop you know shop that sells fucking CDs. Whatever small business that means a lot to you that's in your community. I hope they're
0: not selling CDs. This I mean, day. Hell,
1: you know what I'm saying? Like I, there's some people buy fucking CDs. I don't know. You like uh, you, you had a whole collection of fucking CDs and DVDs. So I don't know. I never uh, before, collected that bullshit
0: before I went digital, but yeah,
1: <laughs> I've always been Bobby Digital, you know what I'm saying? If it's uh, your
0: favorite local pizzeria.
1: Um, whatever, man, just support them, just understand that what, what we're trying to bring to the forefront is we invited Kristen, we, we wanted to talk to her, uh, Rick and I had this conversation, he he asked me, you know, we had a conversation where he asked me, like, yo, I want to do something to support the local businesses I want to do, you know, something to support um, you know, businesses just in our community, and the conversation kind of went towards that, to so like, yo, let, let's start with a business that, that we know us, you know, and that we know mm-hmm. and it's like, we could, speak firsthand as to why this business you know, is an important part for us um, to becoming who we are. You know, and how how even in this, in this podcast, like they, they uh, Monkey Room has played a huge fucking part in the success of this podcast. Part of the reason
0: why we won the Land Podcast Award. Sorry you know, to go off, but
1: oh, we were absolutely. one of the
0: first podcasts to do a live shoot like that and do video and audio. And the space paid a big part of that.
1: That just shows you how important these type of businesses and building relationships with businesses in your community Um, and just people in your community, bro. Like, just just build relationships. I know you live in the suburbs now, so I don't know what kind of (laughs) relationship you got out there. So
0: I'm going to say this. I'm going to open up this platform, our podcast. If there is a business owner, a small business owner, that would like to be on the podcast or that would like to promote their business, Send me an email at the Rick H show, the Rick H show at gmail.com or send us a direct message and we'll set that up. Yo, uh, I want
1: to change your energy, man. Like I, I know we're talking about it's, it's
0: just because she's like yeah. it is hitting. I
1: know it's sad, but your energy right now. I don't like this voice. I'm sorry.
0: So if you are a like business Ricky owner, all right, I'll do it again. If you are a business Robot. owner, Ricky Robot. If you're a small business owner and you yeah, would no. want to promote your business with us.
1: you got a small business and you want to get some traffic, you want to have a platform, even if you just want to uh,
0: We will not charge you.
1: Just just talk to us. We, we talk wanna, we to us. Small businesses. We want to um, help you. Maybe we could do another episode, bro, where we just do maybe two or three um, small businesses that might not be a bad idea.
0: Yes. So just...
1: Yeah, email. Jimmy truck. We gotta hit up the Jimmy Truck. Jimmy
0: truck yeah. I mean craig got something coming for Uptown Live.
1: We'll talk
0: about that. Um <laughs> but uh any small business. It could be if you're a barbershop, whatever it is.
1: Favorite, your favorite meme page on Instagram. Yeah. Your favorite OnlyFans, you know, just support them.
0: Support them. Um
1: support.
0: next episode we will have the veteran stand-up comedian, Aries Spears, and his oh. co-host, Andy Steinberg. Oh. Next Tuesday, we will do a cross.
1: And Andy? Oh, and, right.
0: Andy. and Andy. Aries and Andy. Aries and Andy. And
1: Andy. Uh, I want to
0: say Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. Oh, hold on.
1: before happy you sign one. out, dude. I'm you not know. signing out. I'm not, not signing out. Did you watch the movie Tenet?
0: I saw a piece of it. I haven't seen the whole thing. I mean, it's hard to watch television, but I love. Nah, didn't
2: see it. Didn't see that. And yo, it's. it's,
0: Did
1: you rent
0: it? It's bugged out. You got to see it.
1: So you could get it. You could watch it on Amazon. Like I think, I think you got to rent it though.
0: I kind of like felt like I was watching. What's the name of the movie with Leo? Um, Inception.
1: I mean, it feels like it feels like a little. It has that vibe, yeah. but it's 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 a,
0: it's a different type of trip, you know. I, I, I haven't really watched a lot of a lot of stuff. Like I tried to watch. I saw the whole Selena thing. I think we spoke about that one time. Um, I saw yeah. the whole Selena uh, on okay. Netflix. I
1: thought um, it was okay.
0: It was pretty good. I've seen the Vow on HBO Max, the documentary on the Sex Call. That's
1: a that's a good one.
0: <laughs> uh, there's a documentary that I haven't watched yet that is about the photographer Peter Souza he was a photographer in the White House for a very long oh, time yeah. and it's called The Way I See It and he talks about the difference between you know, a president like Trump and a president like Obama that I see that is pretty good, I haven't watched it yet um, so I don't want people to be like, I watched it, it wasn't good but there's a lot of things I want to watch. I just haven't gotten around to watching it. I saw Save by the Bell, and that is trash. So,
1: Save by the Bell? Yes. There's a new there's a movie?
0: So, there's a remake that's on the Peacock Network.
1: And what you want
0: to watch. the Peacock Network is NBC's streaming service.
1: Hello? So,
0: AC Slater is a gym teacher, Zach Morris is the governor of California. And he married Kelly Kapowski and Kelly and Zach have a son named Mac Morris. Yeah. Mac is just like Zach. And then um, what's this girl's name?
1: Mac Morris.
0: Jesse Spano. Jesse Spano is like a famous lawyer, I think, or something like that. And she has a kid that goes to Bayside and supposedly Zach messes up the budget and all these schools have to end up now going to Bayside. Like he loses fifty billion dollars or million dollars of the school's budget or whatever. And they all have to merge and go into Bayside. It's not good. Terrible remake.
1: That sounds terrible.
2: Bayside Queens.
1: Bayside Queens?
0: No, it's not basic. Oh. <laughs> Bayside Queens. <laughs> Bayside High School in the show is based in Los Angeles.
1: Uh, where was uh, it okay. originally based?
0: It is based in Los Angeles,
1: in California. I'm from
0: Bayside, Queen, so I know I'm at it. The
1: original, the original uh, uh, Saved by the Bell, Good Morning, Miss Bliss, where was it located?
0: I think it's, from, it's in California.
1: Yeah, bro. It was in Indiana.
0: Really? Because the show was called Good Morning, Miss Bliss, originally.
1: Yeah, originally it was Good Morning, Miss Bliss, and then for the first season... And then they rebranded it as Save by the Bell and made Zach the main character because originally the main character is Miss Bliss. Like they shoot most of the shit in the classroom, in her classroom and in her crib.
0: And they ended up getting rid of that actress.
1: Yeah, they, basically, they rewrote the whole so,
0: shit to
1: Los Angeles. They moved it to fucking California.
0: That show, the remake is not good. Um, uh, I, I watched something with Jessica did you
1: see recently. The trailer for that uh, Coming to America part two?
0: Yes, I did. I'm very excited.
1: I'm excited about it. I think it's going to suck, but I'm excited. It too. might not
0: be great, but the fact that Eddie and Arsenio are doing so many characters and they brought sexual chocolate back. Yeah. Uh, and the barbershop.
1: It has a potential to be good.
0: The barbershop scene in that trailer is the best part.
1: I think they're going to make a twist on it and make it a girl, though like his daughter
0: I, I have a feeling that that's you know plus i like the fact that you get to see uh what's the name of the country that the the, the country
1: is from zamunda
0: zamunda you get to see zamunda like really see it from the beginning of it and then you see a james Earl jones in the in the trailer i think it's good that they brought everybody back but let's see let's see it's on amazon it was going to be a paramount release so there's a lot of money invested into that film and amazon bought it so I'm trying to think. It's, it's I watched the show recently. The, oh, I saw the Queen's Gambit. That's what it was. The Queen.
1: Yeah,
0: Everybody was saying, "Oh, it's the greatest show ever!" Right? I saw the show. It's pretty good. What I like about it is the timepiece, the, the sets, the costume design. Yeah, that the
1: cinematography. Yeah, beautifully done.
0: That show look, the way it looks. Is fantastic. But it like the story is I don't feel the story is that
1: strong. It's a, it's a dope story, bro. She's a fucking chess genius, and it was a real story.
0: It's not a real story, actually. Isn't it? No, it's a made-up story. I think also because you see it and you think like it's one of these.
1: Then then it is a pretty good movie, nigga, because I, I, I believe the shit. I mean a real story, bro. Are you serious? I'm gonna look that shit up right now. Look
0: really good. It's a really good show. I really liked it. I just the hype, yeah. I, like I expected, because people were saying that's the greatest show they had ever seen. I was like, well, slow that down. But it's good. I like. I like. I like it a lot. i really liked the costume designs. I like. Yeah,
1: you're right, bro. It's a. It's it's a fictional. Fiction. It's based on a novel. Uh, and it follows. The, Oh, it says the story is based on, an, on a single individual, is certainly grounded in history. Basically, yeah, there's like a person that was it was based on, but the story itself was made up. I mean, I feel like I think that that's um, the fact that it was made up is fine. We- it's fire. That's what I'm trying to say. I feel like it makes it a dope movie. I mean, show. Um, What's some other shit that I was watching recently? Uh,
0: I mean, I think we should give a, lot, a couple more things to watch because people might be locked up for a while now. Yeah. I mean,
1: uh, Wonder Woman is
0: coming out on Christmas Day, and if you have HBO Max, you're going to be able to see it right away.
1: Oh, uh, Your Honor. Wait, what's on HBO Max?
0: That's on Showtime. I want to see that. That's with uh. Very
1: good. Very right? good. Very good.
0: I mean, it has, has Walter White. Anything that man does is pretty
1: good. Very good. The uh, Flight I mean,
0: Attendant cool. on HBO Max is pretty good. I saw that show.
1: Which I way? liked it.
0: The Flight Attendant.
1: That was pretty good, too. I didn't think I was going to like it, but it was good.
0: Uh, The Undoing was fantastic.
1: Um, The Wilds.
0: I have not seen that.
1: It's on. It's on Amazon. on
0: Amazon. I saw. I saw a, like a
1: very good, very good show. Damn,
0: Weird. you become a, a, a critic. Should have been on last week when we had uh Clayton. I,
1: think, I told you to Let me know. But you know,
0: Clayton. Uh, they basically watch the film and then they go and record and critique the movie.
1: I w- I think maybe I should start doing that because I watch everything I think
0: week. maybe you should do it for shows.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna link up with um, with with (laughs) Ikazu, he's like the type of dude that watches a lot of shit.
0: He does, yeah. I'm trying to see. Oh, what about the uh, Schultz Save America? Andrew Schultz, which one? Schultz Saves America. He did a special, like a comedy special.
1: I haven't been watching. So I don't I don't think people are funny anymore like that when it comes to comedy specials. Okay. I haven't watched any really funny shit in a long time.
0: I got something for people to watch. It's called Big Mouse. It's a cartoon. Yes, it's a cartoon. I, I don't
1: like that. But shit. it's
0: hilarious.
1: I think it's kind of whack, bro, to be
0: honest. I love it. Nick Crow is a genius.
1: There's like a lot of things that I dislike.
0: Love it. Um, there's Klaus the cartoon movie about how Santa Claus became about on Netflix. It's pretty good.
1: Bro, I'm going to tell you this. Anytime anybody, this is a new rule that I've established for myself. Uh-huh. Anytime people start bringing up this whole Christmas Santa Claus shit, I'm going to challenge that shit. Like, yo, stop talking to me about fucking Santa Claus, bro. That shit don't got nothing to do with nothing.
0: All right. I rewatched The Grinch with Jim Carrey in it. I haven't seen in like five years.
1: Bro, the shit is this, man. I'm tired of fucking Christmas, man. Why? Because what the fuck is Christmas? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is it we celebrating?
0: The birth of Jesus Christ. No, Jesus.
1: That shit don't got nothing to do with Santa or reindeer. Jesus or Christmas trees or tinsel or fucking glass balls that you hang from the shit. That shit don't got nothing to do with Jesus Christ. What the fuck is all that shit then?
0: I think you should watch the Christmas yeah, Carol. You gotta
1: water the tree to keep it alive.
0: That's yep.
2: Bullshit.
1: What is that about? Is that some pa- that's some pagan shit, Justin? That is pagan. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. That shouldn't got nothing to do with the birth of Jesus Christ. It's just a bunch of made up shit to make you buy shit, bro. So you don't love the Christmas? Tree. Crazy. The tree is a triangle, and you Only put candles like under. Is fucking eggnog, pernil, and um, coquito. That's it. Damn.
0: So you are Scrooge. Or. Ebenezer Craze. I,
1: Christmas sweaters. I fuck with Christmas sweaters.
0: Ebenezer, your Instagram name should be Ebenezer Craze.
1: Ebenezer Craze?
0: For this time of year.
1: I should, I'm going to change it.
0: Listen. Ebenezer Craze.
1: I do not like Christmas. I don't think. Me. I mean, it's cool for kids. like, But I also feel like the whole idea that niggas get like, offended because you fucking broke the sanctity of Santa Claus. Like, bro, what the (laughs) fuck is that, nigga? You feel me? Like, nigga like, oh, don't tell kids that Santa's not real. Who the fuck is Santa Claus? Why am I protecting Santa Claus' fucking identity?
0: So there's three people in the history of Christmas that are anti-Christmas. And they go in this order. Number three is Ebenezer Scrooge. Number two is The Grinch. And number one is BX Craze. So...
1: Ebenezer Craze. Ebenezer... Justin, do you understand what I'm trying to say?
0: Even the Grinch and Ebenezer Scrooge eventually come around to the thought of Christmas.
1: It's Let Justin weird. talk. You, you, you hang little
2: glass balls off the tree. And you bang it, you hang little glass balls off a tree. And then you, that, you walk around that, barefoot, and you step on those needles from the tree. Exactly. It hurts. <laughs> exactly.
0: Justin, you grew up in Reading, Pennsylvania. Is Is Christmas a big thing out there or?
2: Yeah, we got uh, we got we go to Hershey, so we go there and eat the chocolate.
0: Hmm. That's yeah. what we do.
1: <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> do y'all do like a ten foot tree in your crib?
2: Nah, nah, we do like a five foot, N- nothing big. Yeah, but you think... chop the
0: tree down yourself, right, Joseph?
2: Yeah, that's the only thing. You don't pay for it. You go and cut it down because you know it grows out of the ground. Why would you pay for a tree? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> what about what about the ornaments? Do you do you custom create ornaments?
2: Yeah, you make the ornaments out of popsicle sticks and tin foil with popcorn.
0: All right, custom custom Christmas next year in this household.
1: I'm gonna be, be real with you. That doesn't sound like a bad Christmas because you know you're
2: doing dope shit. That's how you do. Yeah, you you know it's, you do it yourself, not not buy shit.
0: Damn. So it's we're gonna, gonna need a picture. Holiday. Of Justin by his Christmas tree when he was a young kid in Reading, Pennsylvania.
2: Oh, yeah. I got to bring that oh, up. Justin, I'm coming to your parents' crib for Christmas. What's up? Yo, come out. We're out here. Yeah. Are you out there now? No, we're going out there uh, this week. Mm. We're going out there in two days. We'll leave uh, Christmas Eve.
0: What other Christmas activities do you... Uh...
1: Well, Jen's, Jen's Puerto Rican, right?
0: No, yeah. she's Colombian.
1: Oh, I thought she was Puerto Rican. Wait, what? Uh, just well, mm-hmm. just, uh Yeah,
2: we're doing that. Colorado. Yeah, we've been going away every Christmas, so we're staying yeah. home this year.
1: Damn! Damn! That must be nice. I'll be sitting by myself. Colorado. We went to Colorado. That's nice. Yo.
0: Oh, I remember that trip.
1: Yeah. Colorado.
2: Fun trip. Mail all the weed back in the post office. Yo, I want
1: to go to Colorado, bro. You
2: should, I mean, go up there, but they don't have service up in those mountains, you know, so so if you see a bear, you know. But you're
0: used to all that shit, right, Justin? I mean, you're from the woods. I
2: didn't didn't have a gun up there. I don't have no guns in Colorado. That's
1: true.
0: Have you wrestled a bear?
2: Nah, I didn't wrestle no bear. (laughs) I (laughs)
0: pictured Justin, I pictured Justin, in like,
1: I don't think he's a bear.
0: A plaid, red, red plaid shirt.
1: He definitely had that shit.
0: Oh, yeah, I got that. With some freaking Canadian snow boots wrestling a bear in the middle of the Red wings. With- I got
2: the red wings. That's what I wear. <laughs> <laughs> Messing with the bears, yeah. With his
0: custom axe with the JT on it. I don't
2: think Justin wrestles with bears, bro. That shit doesn't make sense. Yo. I'd eat some bear. I had bear meat before. You've had really bear
1: meat? You've had
0: bear meat? This... Bear
1: meat, yeah. I've, you know, had, really I've, man, I'm planning. I've had buffalo, and I'm going to be real with you. I'm Buffalo's good, yeah. You know, I feel like it was, it was like beef.
0: What about uh, pheasant? Is it pheasant? It's the...
1: rough. What is, uh, what is, what does bear taste like, man? Is it gamey? Yeah,
2: it's like thick.
0: Oh, Gross. Big old I don't even like duck
2: piece of meat
1: because they got a lot of muscle, bro.
2: Yeah. A little bit of hair in there, you know. Oof. Mouthful of hair. With the thick meat.
0: If you guys don't know Justin Trees, please. The most interesting man in the freaking planet. He's yeah, always behind the camera, up. man.
1: The most I, interesting man in Pennsylvania.
0: We need to, yeah, we yeah. need to, Justin. We gotta do another episode with you are.
2: We do. We need to be in person.
0: Yeah,
1: Yo, I want to do an episode in the woods, man.
0: In the, in the, the woods,
1: woods, yeah. Honestly, That's, that would be fun. Like I want to.
0: Like a campfire.
1: Will you teach us how to shoot a, a gun?
2: Yeah, I'll do that. I'll, <laughs> I gotta. I'll bring my musket out. You, you pack it with a, a rod. Put I'll the the, the ball in there.
0: That. You got a Civil War. Uh... Right. Yeah, I gotta get the bayonet. The
1: bazoon, yeah. From which side?
0: <laughs> the good side.
1: Oh, okay, good.
2: <laughs>
0: what is the good side according to you?
2: The good side. The side that won. The side, not the side that pretends they won.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I always wanted to go to reenactments. What? I always wanted to go to like a reenactment. You ever you ever start? Gettysburg? Yeah, I've been to Gettysburg.
2: That's just yeah, A lot of people died there. That's in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Lot, lots of okay. history there. The Bell, the Liberty Bell. Is it
0: well, there? Well, Philly. I, I've, I've never been to Philly, and I want to yeah. go to Philly. I
1: love Philly, man. I've been there a bunch yeah. of times. I was just in Philly right before the pandemic. Um,
0: the world traveler crazy boogie.
1: It was for work, actually. Um... Philly has a really dope little downtown uh, actually and the crazy shit is that they're right across from like Camden so like
2: yeah know? it's nice like Cherry Hill that area
1: yeah nice.
2: so, so like, you go to, you go to East Seventh Street and ask for a Jimmy and then you, you know you have a good time
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, that sounds like some <laughs> little fucking Pennsylvania this is the 86th episode. I think if you go way back to episode 10, that episode is on Justin. Yeah, I guarantee you, oh, yeah. you're going to be laughing your ass off. Um, that was a good one. That was with uh, Proper 12. Yeah. That's also the episode where Rob, who was a guest host that day, drank like, well, we shot two episodes and that was the second one that we were shooting that day and Rob had drank like four six-packs of Coronas (laughs) so in the middle of Justin's interview, he had (laughs) to use the bathroom and you could actually hear him peeing in the background
1: That's great (laughs) You keep that audio
0: I do have, I, I put up the video like three weeks ago Damn, man.
1: I'm sad the monkey was recording,
0: I'm sad we're not recording in person.
1: So let's do it. I feel like niggas could record in person, bro. We could social distance and record in person.
0: Yeah, we'll sit somebody on the other side of the room. I have Justin for one camera, and then... Yeah. (laughs) But this is exactly what we're doing right now. Anyways, next week, eighty seventh episode, final episode of the year. We could shoot a... spear
1: where me and you lined up behind one behind the other. Like, Justin shooting me right here, and then, like, you're... Yeah. Like, yeah, I
2: like that. I- I'll be down <laughs> to do camera. that.
0: <laughs> Every Spears, Andy Steinberg, next week. Final episode of 2020. Hopefully 2021 is going to be way better. Happy holidays to everybody. To yeah. motherfucking Ebenezer Craze. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah, uh, maybe he's not against Hanukkah.
1: Let's get that back. So you know Hanukkah's dope. Um
0: happy Kwanzaa. I don't
1: know what it's about. I feel like Hanukkah, you know, it's like they're
0: So crazy Jew. I'm
1: just saying it they crazy mean thing. All about this shit. Christians need to get their shit together. That's what I'm trying to say. If it's about Christmas, it's about Christ. Let's get made about Christ. What the fuck are we doing with Christmas trees inside the house? <laughs> Christ. There's no fucking pine trees in the Middle East, bro. Like Jesus Christ had nothing to do with fucking pine trees. What are we doing here? Yeah, sandbags. You know what I'm saying? What are we doing here? What are we celebrating? Get the now out in a the sleigh They had no reindeer, North Pole. What the fuck are we? What, are we, what is this? What does this have it's to do? It's a
0: great story for children.
1: No, oh.
0: Ebenezer, crazy ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you all next week. Support your small local businesses. If you do have a small business and you want to promote it, you want to be on the show, okay. send us a message.